Today is Monday, September 12th. The title of our devotional is The Third Way. Our new campaign that we started yesterday is called The Third Way. Our culture is noticeably becoming increasingly polarized. We often feel like a piece of metal being between two magnets pulling us in opposite directions. We're pulled between Republican and Democrat, conservative and liberal, pro this and anti that. What if there's a better way to live in this polarized atmosphere? For the Christian, there is. It is the third way, the way of Jesus. Throughout this campaign, we will look at some of the spheres in which we are pulled in opposite directions and how the way of Jesus provides a better path, a path to true, abundant life. As I reflect on this topic, I think we have to begin with the reality of our nature. We're not neutral bystanders with these forces acting on us. Like the ring of power which no human can resist its appeal, we are drawn to one side or the other. By the way, I'm watching the new Lord of the Rings series on Prime, so get ready for a lot more Lord of the Rings illustrations. Our sinful nature desires to be pulled into the first or the second way in this framework. We desire the security of a tribe, which gives us license for animosity towards anyone outside that tribe. The way of Jesus, of course, provides us a tribe of sorts, but in the church that is, but it calls us to love those outside of our tribe, even our enemies. We see this most evidently in our political discourse. We downplay our side's shortcomings and highlight the shortcomings of the other side. The way of Jesus, which is the way of love, it goes against our nature. And to truly walk in the way of Jesus is a gift of grace that must be empowered by the Holy Spirit. For Christians, then, our way of life and our thinking must first be informed by the Sermon on the Mount and the teachings of Jesus. Read that statement again. For Christians, our way of life and our thinking must first and foremost be informed by the Sermon on the Mount and the teachings of Jesus. Few Christians, I think, would actually disagree with that. Yet, I'm perplexed at how a country in which a majority of people claim to be Christian is becoming so increasingly polarized, and the rhetoric is so vitriolic. I can only conclude that there's a disconnect between our values and our behavior, our inner life and our exterior actions. We've allowed ourselves all too often to be pulled into one way or another, and in so doing have lost the way of Jesus. He Gets Us is a national evangelistic social media campaign. Prior to launching the campaign, its creators did extensive research on what non-Christians thought about Christianity. In their research, they found that many had a positive associations with Jesus, but very negative associations with the church, the word Christian, and some of the more difficult-to-believe doctrines. This led them to reject Christianity, or not consider it too seriously at all. The front page of the campaign website currently reads, He Gets Us aims to free the name of Jesus from those who use it to judge, harm, and divide. A Christianity Today article in the campaign says the research shows that people respond to the person of Jesus. Another CT article says, Unfortunately, some skeptics have no desire to be in conversation with Christians because they see Christianity as a religion of judgment and hypocrisy. In their minds, Christianity or Christians are not living out the value of the Savior they purport to follow. And while skeptics agree that Jesus' teachings are positive for society as a whole, and that the world would be better if we all lived out the principles of the gospel message, they don't see Christians practicing what they preach. What benefit is there to a faith that doesn't actually change the lives of the people who claim that faith? End quote. I've heard Andy Stanley say something similar in a sermon. I don't have the exact quote for you, but he said something like, 
Skeptics aren't just wondering if they believe what Christians believe. They are wondering if Christians really believe what they say they believe. If we aren't following the way of Jesus, do we really believe he has abundant life? Are we really his disciples if we don't obey his teachings? As I said previously, there seems to be a disconnect in what we say we believe and the way we actually live, or, or a disconnect between what we say we believe and what we actually believe. The goal of the Christian life is to bring those closer together. The believers in Corinth, they were pulled in other directions away from Jesus as well. Their culture, their nature, everything pulled them in opposite directions away from the way of Jesus, even towards other Christian teachers. Paul criticizes this mentality pretty heavily, and he calls them to follow above all the way of Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, 12 to 13 says, What I mean is this, one of you says, I follow Paul, another, I follow Apollos, another, I follow Cephas, still another, I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? That's a good question. Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? And then fast-forwarding a few verses to verse 17, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. What Paul is doing here is calling the Corinthians to center their way of life, not around another teacher or another thing, but around Christ himself. Is Christ divided? We are to follow Christ first and foremost in his way. This campaign will be about... Uh, avoiding the other ways in our culture and following and pursuing the way of Christ wholeheartedly. For additional content, I've linked you to those two articles from Christianity Today that I referenced in the devotional for today.